Welcome to this episode of Pen to Paper Press Podcast. I'm Cindy Coaches. I enjoy spending time with best-selling authors, writers, editors, publishers, and the creative souls to talk about the process developing our stories to completing our works of art. Each episode is an opportunity for us to explore mindsets, pearls of wisdom, and the experiences that began our journey as an author from the moment we put pen to paper. Social media has changed our lives and allowed us to easily build friendships with other like-minded individuals around the globe. I was introduced to and became familiar with today's guest's writing more than six years ago through a group thread in which we both posted our blog post weekly. Her name is Vatsala. Vatsala Jangla is a best-selling author, Change Catalyst, executive and career coach. She mentors professionals to achieve their desired career aspirations and authentic life balance. She has published a lot of books and I'm going to go through the titles. They are Goal Achievement Simplified, Wake Up Call, Get Noticed, Money Success Secrets, Cure Shiny Object Object Syndrome, if I can say that. (laughs) Five Reasons Your Job Hunt Isn't Giving You Desired Results. Self-Confidence in Eight Steps. And she's also participated in two collaborative book projects. In November, she published Miss Coco, the story of a princess pup who changed my life forever. Welcome to the Pen to Paper Press Podcast Virtual Studio. It is so good to speak with you again. It's lovely to be here, Cindy. Thank you so much for inviting me. (laughs) You are so welcome. I do want to begin our conversation by extending to you my condolences for the passing of your dear, sweet Miss Coco. Would you like to take a few minutes and tell us about little Miss Sweet Coco? Well, um, she was a sweet doggy, and uh, her other pet name at home, apart from being a princess pup, was she who must be obeyed. Well, <laughs> you know, when she came to us, <laughs> no, no, I, I say it with a lot of love before, because just about an hour or two before our meeting today, I'd gone to, uh, to where I'd buried her to say a few prayers for her. I mean, I've, I've been doing it. But when she came to me in uh, uh, in November of 2008, I was actually grieving over the loss of my previous dog, Bruno. And he was a very special dog because he was born the day I qualified as a chartered accountant in London. And he saw us through the, the grieving period after I lost my dad in 2004. And um, this little doggy came by chance. It's all there in the book about how my mom and I, by chance, prayed separately to Bruno's photograph on what would have been his 18th birthday, saying, we need a dog. Any breed will do. Just make sure it's a girl. And uh, the reason for that was that uh, over all the years that we've had dogs, Cindy, girl dogs always have a problem getting homes. And mm-hmm. if I was going to open my heart to a little puppy, then it had to be a girl. And I'd already met her three weeks before she became my dog. And by chance, um, on 17th of November, which is two days after Bruno's birthday, uh, she came into our home. She was actually the youngest of a litter of five, and uh, and she was the uh, runt of the litter, if you want to call it that. Okay. And uh, uh, you know, sort of, she never tried to take any of the Jackson's place. She made her own little place, and you know, she was very formal when she came. You know, wouldn't go into the kitchen, would stand outside waiting for her food to be served and all. 
by the time uh, 12 years and uh, more than 12 years had passed by the time she had left she was capable of growling at my mother with a very sweet smile at even at 11 o'clock at night and demanding rotis or chapatis you know it's the indian bread that we make because she loved uh, the taste of wheat and uh, you know she she was just full of love cindy i mean everybody who knew her loved her uh, at one point my facebook wall became coco's chronicles but, uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> But, uh, you know, I thought, uh, you know, when she first came to me uh, and I'd read all these books about Tibetan Buddhism and how, you know, you can help, uh, you know, animals get a better life the next time, you know, in the next birth. I mean, that this is purely from our own spiritual beliefs point of view. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they said that if you talk to, you know, the pets and all, you know, you're helping them, you know, raise their awareness. Now, here's where things come a full circle, because after she passed away and when I was having trouble coping with my grief, Cindy, I've had spiritual experiences that convince me that there is life after death. She has just transmuted into a different form of energy. And a, a dog, a, a pet dog, has actually helped me and my mother in our grieving process. And it, uh, this particular book, in fact, is a complete circle because the first book I ever wrote uh, for Kindle was Self-Confidence in Eight Steps. And that also started with Miss Coco because that time she had this hind leg paralysis issue She'd had a relapse. She'd lost the confidence to walk again. And I was stuck at home. So I said, OK, I, you know, I've spent so much money learning how to write Kindle books and everything. Let me put it to the test. And, you know, uh, six years later, my latest book is about this little princess pup. I mean, she was my guru. So this entire podcast will become one Miss Coco session if I'm not careful. <laughs> Well, I have questions for you about your coaching practice. So, and of course, the process that you know you went through with your other writing. But yes, Miss Coco, you know, we did. You and I did a Zoom call. I don't know a couple of years ago. I don't think I had Willie James yet. And no, she was the center of the you know the attention when she. You brought her up on the screen and it was just like, you know, of course, my heart just melted. She was adorable. (laughs) So now you know why she was called uh, she who must be obeyed. (laughs) (laughs) She, you know, she did have a a presence about her. Yes, just she it's not that she demanded attention. You willingly gave it to her because you were like you said, she's a guru. She uh, you wanted to learn more. <laughs> Was there... In fact, I would encourage your uh, readers, uh, uh, your uh, audience to read that book. If they if they want to spend a bit of money, it will be wonderful. Otherwise, if they've got Kindle Unlimited, please go ahead and read it because this book was not not a commercial venture. It's a labor of love. It's it was part of my uh, grief process, and uh, in fact, the night before I finally published it, I was planning to do it on the 17th of November to mark her 13th anniversary of being with me. And uh, instead, on Sunday night, I started getting these feelings that someone is saying, "Just get the book cover and get the description done. Do this, do that." I did it, and the next morning, uh, uh, you know, I did one final look at it, and I published it. Now, normally, Cindy it takes seventy-two hours for a Kindle book to come up. This right. one took place in seventy-two minutes, and without wow. any marketing, it hit number one in the hot new releases for the pet care and animal essays 
uh, section and we're talking Cindy uh, that no marketing was done no launch team no you know sort of give everybody beta copies and stuff like that and I've got uh, two editorial reviews from people who read it they loved it I've got two test uh, uh, proper reviews also from people mm -hmm. who who read it and uh, of them one of them never uh, actually saw Coco because he's not on Facebook I mean he only knew that there's a dog in the picture <laughs> <laughs> Uh, th th there is some dog in the picture that you know uh, you know I mean it's it's a feel-good uh, it's a feel-good book I mean uh, you'll recognize uh, a lot of Willie James antics in it I mean I think our uh, you know all our doggies they know how to control the human beings but uh, it would help get a very important message out about animal laws also uh, you know that's so interesting that you you put it out there, you know, you followed your guidance, your intuition, and the messages that you received from the divine. And, and without any marketing, that is incredible. Yeah. I mean, I know people who can market till they're blue in the face and, and still are like, why can't I hit, you know, at least the top 100. <laughs> so yeah truly a labor of love and so what was it that was there something in specific that made you just one day say I need to write this book I think it's you know when I um the day we uh the day she died uh by, by 10 o'clock at night I knew I had to let everyone know that she was gone you know I uh, buried her it had been raining and everything and I came on uh onto Facebook and you know sort of I just made a post uh, you know saying my Miss Coco my little princess I love you I miss you and of course my nephew was online by chance and he was the first one who wrote heartfelt condolences and I think from there it picked up and I think I can't remember completely but uh, you know when all the condolences started pouring in uh, I think it was Deborah Rebel who meant who made uh, she she posted something you know condolence and I said I'm going to write a book about her you know, I'm not going to let her be forgotten. Mm -hmm. And uh, then, you know, sort of from there, it sort of uh, germinated. And there's another friend from Facebook. I mean, I've known her, God knows, 10 years now. Uh, you know, we were part of another. I mean, it's amazing how, you know, people come together, uh, you know, uh, and then later on, they turn out to be very inspiring, you know, at a different point, like you've been inspiring mm -hmm. for me. This lady and I, we belonged to a group uh, by chance because, you know, I'm, I've always been interested in metaphysical things. And she was looking for testimonials for her new business. And she was offering free uh, uh, Oracle card readings. And I had just discovered Doreen Virtue in those days. I was not completely into Oracle cards at that time. So I wrote to her and I said that, you know, I've got a problem. That was when Coco had her um, hind leg paralysis thing and she'd had the relapse and the window for her recovery was closing. And I wrote to her and I said that, can you do a reading for a pet? And she said, of course she'll try. So of course she did it. And it was really interesting, Cindy, because she was going to do a one uh, oracle card reading. And she said that during her session, she felt, uh, and she was going to use uh, the Archangel Michael. And she said that during the reading, she felt as if Archangel Raphael, who's meant for healing, he wanted to come through. And and she did a three uh, or a four card spread then. And it turned out that, you know, my desire to try alternative uh, therapy, get a second opinion, I was encouraged to do it that, you know, the little one will get well. Okay, so of course that happened. I gave her a flourishing uh, testimonial. Uh, mm -hmm. But interestingly, after Coco died, and this lady has not been on Facebook for a long time, so she didn't even know the little girl was gone. Uh, she had started a, a YouTube uh, uh, thing, 
video, you know, every, um, you know, Sunday she would do an oracle reading for the week. So, and this one time I just said, let me see what, you know, uh, she's up to, mm -hmm. what uh, Kinsey's up to. And uh, I mean, the universe does bring us all together, uh, Cindy. It, it just, uh, I'll tell you where you fit into the picture in a moment. But this late, uh, this friend of mine, Kinsey, she's done the reading and then she looks a little awkward on the video. It's no longer available on YouTube, but she says, I'm getting a message that there's someone in the audience who has lost a pet and they're encouraging you to write a book. Oh, and I wrote back to this. I wrote back to her and I said, that's Kinsey, I think that message was for me. And of course, you know, she was happy that I'd had many years with the little girl and she was so sorry, you know, Miss Goko was gone. And and then I just couldn't, uh, I, I every time I'd sit down with a document or with a pen and paper, you know, Cindy, I just couldn't write. And then I just uh, decided that, okay, now I'm going to do it. So uh, on the, about 10 weeks after or so, uh, after I lost her in April, I took a decision that now I'm going to start it. So in the beginning, you know, I started doing recordings on uh, Otter AI, Otter.ai, sorry. And, you know, on the free program, uh, they do transcriptions also. And uh, of course, you have to be very careful uh, because sometimes they made cocoa into, you know, cocoa the drink. Sometimes they made her into Gaia. But, <laughs> but you know, sort of uh, I download the transcript and the recording and, you know, sort of work through it. And then afterwards, you know, sort of I was able to pick up speed. But uh, uh, it's as if something was saying, tell my story, tell my story. And uh, then, of course, you know, the sessions I've had with your group uh, also have, have helped a lot because every time you give us, you know, these writing prompts, I mean, I know I'm not a very prolific writer in the group, but, you know, I do think about it. And I said, OK, right. <laughs> keyword. What is your keyword? Go for it. <laughs> you know, and uh, it took me seven months, but I did it. You know, just absolute goosebumps when when you mentioned that uh, the gal was getting uh, the message that you know someone needs to write write a story. It's just like woo, little goosebumps. So how I, I was shocked. I was horrified. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's me. <laughs> you know, I love when those messages come through and and confirm what we already. No, but we might feel a hesitance to to follow through on. Um, yes. You are a certified life coach and master spirit life coach. Uh, yes. And the name of your practice is Karmic Ally Coaching. Yes. And what is, and which is how uh, you were writing the blog posts for your uh, coaching program. And that's how you and I uh, became aware of each other and, and so forth. What inspired or what event in your life inspired you to pursue the path of becoming a coach? Oh, Okay, I'm actually by education a chartered accountant, or what they call in the USA CPA certified, uh, you know, uh, CPA. What do uh, a, a CP, CPA? A CPA, uh, yeah, uh, certified, uh, certified professional accountant. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, I've been doing that for more than 25 years. I mean, uh, no regrets. I mean, I've had an international career. I traveled to places. I've met so many people from different walks of life. But uh, sometime in 2007, I, I, I fell sick. Uh, I was working crazy hours. My office had shifted 45 kilometers away from home. And after one particular uh, uh, 
meeting with uh, for a um, for a listed uh, company client while i was driving home i had severe pain in the left side of my body flashes of lightning and luckily a friend of mine lived nearby only so i parked the car on the side of the road and uh, called and by chance you know he had just come back into uh, into town uh, from another of uh, a business trip so of course he rushed me to the doctor the doctor said you know i have to be careful we went through battery of tests uh, for my heart and all and uh, luckily there was nothing wrong with the heart but uh, the special the heart specialist who met me uh, he told me he said you know uh, your cholesterol levels are too high and uh, you know you have to uh, you know decide what you not uh, whether your job is more important your life is because you know people with high cholesterol levels even if you're nice and slim and trim you can still have high cholesterol levels mm-hmm. uh, and it was uh, starting to affect my uh, heart and at that time i realized that you know i didn't want to do this anymore uh, i wanted uh, you know sort of uh, you know when you're going through all these uh, crazy tests it's a nice thing that everything came out okay but it it is a wake up call of its sort and i i thought about it that do i really want to do this for the rest of my life and the answer was no so you know before i became a coach i actually started my own finance uh, consulting uh, uh, business you know where i'd help uh, different corporates with uh, you know a new accounting standard uh, ifrs which is international financial reporting standards and while i was doing it that was the time they were implementing it in india and uh, i said okay i've got a window of 2 3 years let me figure out what i want to do next and uh, by that time you know i realized that you know i wanted uh, my more personal helping side to come out because i I've, i've mentored so many people in the corporate world and i just decided i mean it was a leap of faith everybody gave me 6 months and they said you'll be begging for a corporate job and i said let's see uh, i've been around in this business now for 10 years uh, cindy i've seen the ups i've seen the downs mm-hmm. um uh, the last last year was horrible for everybody because my client base basically lost its job but uh, you know uh, so this journey is a much more interesting one and uh, it's it's much better than doing post mortem of financial uh, finances and accounts and uh, instead you know you know you're actually doing your bit to make the world a better place so you've mentioned a couple of times um that you're not in conversation has been brought up that you're not in the united states so i've had guests in various countries uh, do you mind sharing yeah. which country you're sitting in currently <laughs> This India. <laughs> you are in India. <laughs> I'm this India. I'm in India and in New Delhi to be precise. So I love uh, am I the first Indian guest you've had? I've I've had guests that well I had uh Gary Fay is in Australia and I wow. uh, another one is from Canada. Oh I'm trying to think now I I'm uh I just had one recently that was in England and oh boy I've had a uh, a handful more that were out of the United States so yeah I Maybe we can call you United Nations uh <laughs> we can call you yeah but but you know it's so wonderful the world of um, internet that uh, you know our paths cross in geo sitting in the states i'm in india uh you know without fa- uh, 
Facebook, uh, forget all the other privacy concerns we all have with them and all. But it's amazing how people who never have met are actually able to meet and touch each other's lives so profoundly. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, like I mentioned in the introduction, I mean, I, I was trying to think how far back that I became a part of that Facebook thread and and you and I became aware of each other. And again, we were you and I were both submitting, you know, links to our, our blog posts. Uh, at that point, I think mine may have been on my virtual assistant, or maybe it was it wasn't on my travels yet or or any of that. Well, it could have been my just random pearls of wisdom. Uh, uh, or it could have yeah, been a uh, magazine. Actually, it might have been based on on some of my articles may have been that were in conjunction with the Elements for a Healthier Life, uh, which was the magazine that I published. But, you know, yours, um, your blog posts always uh, followed, you know, your coaching, the, the financial aspect, and so forth. And I actually went on to your website, and under the one category, and I have my notes here, hang on one second, I got to look for it. It was, uh, you have over 160 articles in their career coaching category. You know, that's like incredible. Uh -huh. That's a lot of articles. <laughs> uh, okay. I, uh, 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 oh, oh, before we talk about my blog, I'll tell you which was your first blog post I ever read. You had, uh, then you can figure out the year, but you had just sold your house and you were moving out. And okay. next thing I knew it, you were in a van traveling all over the countryside. Well, that was, that was four years ago. And I would have been, I, we, of course, because part of, um, for those that are not familiar, part of the, um, being a, being a participant in this thread, you, you put a link to your blog post. And then if you put a link, you are, strongly suggested and you know it, it's kind of like that um writer supporting writers um yes. you put if you contribute you know reciprocate um out of out of kindness and and so forth and um and i had been well the selling of my house and that was three years ago and I know that you and I have been following each other longer than that. Yes, um, yes. We had known each other. I mean, uh, because you wrote some really interesting blog posts about your experiences while traveling. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, I did. <laughs> and, and then, of course, when Willie James appeared on the scene, uh, I think it took everything uh, for me not to say, I told you, I told you, get a dog, get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You had told me I, I needed a dog to go with me. And I, you know, for the first year, it was really funny because I held off and I held off and I just, I was, I was seeped in grief and yes. I didn't want to, I was not in a, in a space to have 
to want to to love another creature. I just couldn't do it. It wasn't in me. I I hurt so bad, and uh, and I really needed the alone time just to kind of separate from everything known and be unknown, which was yes. really great. Uh, the first year that I went out traveling. And I left uh, my home state in October of 2018. And I sold my house in 2018, in September. And when I came back, I had other friends and a handful of people. Oh, you should get a dog. You should take a dog. You should take have another dog. <laughs> you know, I've always had dogs. I mean, I we had them when I was growing up. Uh I, you know, we always had dogs and by chance, Willie James came into my life and I'll tell you, <laughs> he's a little Chewini. So he's Dachshund and Chihuahua mix. He's one of those designer breeds and he's like this nonstop energizer, bunny, billy goat kind of thing, because he'll climb up mountains. I mean, he's just like, he climbs and he goes and he runs. And, you know, we walked three miles for, and it was a pretty steep vertical climb. And we went three miles up into a mountain. And then, of course, you got to come back. So it's three miles down the steep, you know, trail. And he still wanted yes. to go. And my feet are all blistered. <laughs> <laughs> I was dark. And he was just like, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, no. <laughs> but he... I loved actions. Uh, uh, in fact, uh, uh, Coco, Miss Coco was also a designer. Pup. Uh, she was Cocker Spaniel and Shih Tzu. And I never knew which part of her jeans would show up. So this uh, <laughs> Willie James' uh, passion for walking, I think, is the action part of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's uh, right now. He's sleeping. He's curled up sleeping. So, <laughs> oh, do give my regards to him when he wakes up. Oh, I will. <laughs> I'll give him a. I'll give him a scrub under the chin for you. So, <laughs> but you know, for your blog post, because yours are are. Uh, very much financial business geared. Wouldn't what motivates you or, or what is it that you, where do you find your inspiration for the content that you've written over all of these years? Well, uh, in the beginning, it was, uh, I, I write best when I write from the heart, Cindy. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the, when I first started my blog back in 2011, even before I, I had the website, uh, you know, I used to write about things that, you know, as a career professional who had just left the corporate world and uh, was now trying to help others because the whole purpose is to help people get ahead with their careers, mm -hmm. uh, especially women, uh, you know, sort of uh, take on leadership roles. Because when I when I joined the corporate world 30 years ago, at that time, you know, your boss could be your mentor. They, they used to make time for you. Nowadays, everything is so automated, you know, performance reviews and you're on a bell curve and you want to be a leader. There's corporate politics. I mean, it's a it's a very different world. And uh, I was a bit of a trailblazer because my first job was in Doha, Qatar at a time when women were not in the profession over there. And when Pricewaterhouse took the chance on me after that, the Doha 
state audit bureau started hiring Egyptian lady accountants. So, uh, you know, so sort of, I mean, I've seen what it's like to try to break a glass ceiling. Uh, you know, there are lots of stuff that I uh, know about. So I used to write about that. Then I uh, uh, started doing uh, themes for the month. I found that was easier than just doing random ramblings uh, sort of thing. And uh, so sometimes the theme would be on stress, sometimes on time management, sometimes on career leadership, uh, you know, sort of. So, I mean, there are lots of categories, which I know as a good blogger, I should actually reduce. But, uh, you know, there's something there for everyone. And then, of course, the, uh, you know, the, spirit, the spiritual spirituality side of it, the mindset side of it. Mm -hmm. But uh, I also do a lot of listening uh, because, you know, there are times when I go on core. Uh, I used to be very active on Quora. Uh, now I've stopped doing it because I found that, you know, uh, some of the questions are really stupid. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and, I, and then I found out that people are actually paid to ask questions. So, I mean, whether you ask a stupid question or an, or an intelligent one, it doesn't matter. So last year, you could say I was doing my bit of uh, CSR, or corporate social responsibility, because I got tons of uh, uh, questions asking about, you know, people who are being laid off, Cindy. Uh, uh, they were being laid off without any notice period because, you know, uh, we went into a total lockdown, the longest yeah. lockdown in, in the world. And, uh, you know, people were being just dismissed. What should I do? What should I do? And I had to keep telling them, listen, talk to a labor court lawyer. I mean, you know, the labor law uh, and your contract of employment does hold. And many of, and, you know, sort of the Indian government had set up websites uh, where, you know, if people could go. The prime minister himself had said, to, uh, to companies on national television that please don't lay off your people. We're going to, you're heading in for a very difficult time. Do, uh, you know, try to help your, your uh, people. So, mm -hmm. uh, but you know, not, not every company was uh, doing it. Uh, the smaller companies, you know, they were just going belly up. Uh, so that time, you know, sort of, uh, I, I was getting a lot of questions. So I wrote a couple of posts about it. I made a few digital projects also, uh, I mean, uh, on those topics, you know, I, I try to be trending. Like my latest blog post is trying to find your life purpose. It's, you know, we're now entering December, so I'll be going more into, you know, uh, talking about, you know, how to make 2022 the, a better year because even 2021 has been a bad year for many people. And uh, so, of course, you know, sort of I brought in the great resignation, dis discussed it a bit, bit from my perspective. And, you know, I'm just encouraging people, you know, to go out and do what they want to do. Uh, but but without being stupid, uh, you know, you don't uh, shout at your boss and say, I quit. And then after that, you're spamming people on LinkedIn looking for a job. You know, you plan things properly. Yes. But, uh, but I, I draw my inspiration from what all I keep reading uh, and uh, what they call it. You know, you there's, there's a lot of stuff out there. Uh, you know, if you're really passionate about helping your, your audience, you'll always find something or the other, you know, where you can give your own perspective, you can use your own experience, uh, maybe even give a few tips uh, uh, on it. If it's a simple thing, maybe a how-to, or at least uh, tell them what they need to do. And then, of course, uh, if they like you, they might just phone you and say, listen, I'd like to talk to you about working with you. So I find blogging is a very good way of connecting with a wider audience. Yes. Yes. And then do you have a certain routine that you follow when you're writing? You know, do you have a set date that you publish on or uh, any kind of a routine? I usually uh, uh, start my blog posts around uh, a Wednesday or Thursday in the sense that I uh, start making the outline. Uh, uh, then I start writing like a mad woman. 
uh, <laughs> and then afterwards I edited like a more sober woman and uh, you know then I tried to find some photographs are there any quotes is there something really exciting you know sort of uh, uh, since my blog posts are usually 1200 to 1500 words uh, uh, you know sort of it takes a bit of time because what what I started writing about and what I end up publishing may sometimes be slightly different you know but yeah. uh, most importantly is get your thoughts on paper what do you want to write about then you find some nice photographs find some quotes uh, and then of course you know all the back end work uh, that goes on you know you have to make sure that, because I have lots of photographs in my blog posts mm -hmm. uh, you know sort of uh, and then sometimes you also uh, when I start getting bored of just writing then I go ahead and I make a video blog post and then I give the rest of the blog post as a transcript so you know sort of but normally I try to publish by a Monday latest by a Wednesday okay because your blog post always has wisdom in it yours are not light and fluffy yours actually have no. actionable content and yes. and uh examples uh from you know your day-to-day -day or from things that you've witnessed or uh so forth and yes. yeah your your content is always very thought out and yes. again very informative it's it's not light Thank entertainment you. you're it's not like me talking about you know today willie james and i went to xyz and <laughs> <laughs> experienced such and such yours yours is you know very educational so <laughs> thank you Oh, you are so very welcome. So you have published, what is it, seven books? Uh, eight, eight books. The Miss Coco is, of course, a, it's a tribute to uh, my beloved uh, Princess Pup. But other than that, I've written seven, which are uh, actually, again, instructional, educational type of uh, uh, books. I mean, the goal, goal achievement one uh, you know, can easily help you set up proper goals. You won't need to do an online course. The wake up call gives you a roadmap. If you've suddenly hit a, a you know, a, a, road, um, a, a wall on your journey, whether it's with your career or your life, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and each of my books, apart from the Miss Coco book, uh, they always have extra resources. But yes, the price of that is you have to get on my email list in order to get it. But I think that that's uh, normal. Uh, yes. But uh, no, I I try to give my best, uh, Cindy. I I just want you know sort of to help help everyone, and yeah. uh, of course yeah, I'm running a business, so I want to make some money too. Uh, but uh, the general theme has always been you know sort of that uh, be of service. Mm -hmm. Was there one book that was easier for you to write than the others? Was there one that just fell together, fell into place, and, and just like, wow, it's it's all on the page. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, sort of, I'm one of those uh, auditor types, you know, who researches things, writes, but uh, I think the, which one would it be? I think I was quite frenzied up about uh, the, the job hunting thing because, I mean, I was getting so many emails from people uh, and messages on LinkedIn looking for jobs and I had to keep telling them, listen, I'm not an executive search uh, function person. And of course, uh, you know, talking to them, I started discovering where they were making mistakes and 
you know, we're talking even about very senior professionals making those mistakes, Cindy. So mm -hmm. there I just sat down and I started writing dung, 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 dung. And next thing I knew it, I had the five big mistakes that profession uh, that are, you know, uh, create a problem when you're finding a new job. And then I just edited it a bit and I said, hit publish. And uh, I had a book. So then which of your books, um, of your professional books, not not Miss Coco, because I know Miss Coco is the one you learned <laughs> a lot about yourself, but on your professional books, which one did uh -huh. you learn the most about yourself when you were comply, you know, compiling that, you know, first draft content? Oh, I think it would be the goal achievement simplified book. Okay. Because uh, uh, you know, I, 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 okay, with the uh, with the auditor uh, background, of course, you know, sort of, I'm very thorough about things, but uh, you know, trying to explain to someone how to set up a robust goal and actually achieve it is quite a challenge, and uh, and that is one area I think where a lot of us, you know, we we make goals, uh, we don't achieve it, you know, because we don't um, actually think through those goals and. We don't know when we should actually revise a goal or how to go about it you know, to maintain the momentum. So, and so, so I mean, I kept uh, thinking of myself that, okay, where, where, whenever I didn't achieve some a goal, uh, where did I go wrong? Uh, how would I do it again if I had to, you know, start over? Mm -hmm. And it's even got a very fun uh, personality uh, quiz inside it, uh, the dope test, you know, the bird test, as they call it, the dub. Uh, the dove, owl, peacock, uh, uh, eagle test. So, I mean, it's it's a fun book. It's a fun book. I mean, you end up discovering a lot about your own behavior. Uh, for example, uh, I can tell you one thing that uh, my profile is such, behavior profile is such, that, is that if I'm passionate about something, I can just focus on it, you know, uh, nonstop, forget to eat my meals also. Uh, and if the passion is uh, missing, or if, or if there isn't something, you know, uh, hanging on my successfully achieving the goal, I'm quite mm -hmm. capable of starting something else. And it's not just me, Cindy. A lot of people end up doing that. So that that's the book I think which has more of uh, what did I learn about goal achievement, goal <laughs> setting. Yeah, I'll set twenty goals tonight after this call. But uh, how many will I actually achieve? You know. You hit on something that, uh, yeah, I, I raised my hand, like how many people uh, <laughs> are achieving their goals. And yeah, I'm right there with you. If I'm passionate about a project, I am wholeheartedly in it. I lose hours. I can lose days in 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 the absorption of of trying to get it done i'm i'm one of those uh individuals and then and if i'm not interested in it at all then you know i truly have no you know i just have no ambition to follow through to finish it i drag my feet i clean whatever needs to be cleaned or things that don't even need to be cleaned <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, yeah, so I'm right there with you. If I'm, if, if it's something that interests me, I'm in. If it does not interest me, mm, yeah, no. 
<laughs> it, 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 it takes a lot of uh, it takes a lot of courage to admit uh, that you know Cindy, and I think uh, that is uh, the first sign that you know sort of uh, find, find goals that motivate you. Uh, yeah. Uh, sometimes you know we have. Uh, I'm sorry, there's some firecrackers bursting behind me. I don't know what's happened. Maybe, maybe India won a cricket match or something like that. Oh, uh, but I wonder what uh, the I have no was. idea. <laughs> I ha I'll have to check the news and see what's happening uh, in the world. <laughs> oh God! Uh, celebration um, is a good thing, right? <laughs> I God knows we need uh, uh, celebrations. This Omicron business is uh, really frightening. You know, yeah. we've been, we have all, all of us all around the globe have such a learning experience since, geez, uh, the beginning of 2021. And I, I keep hearing people saying, oh, I can't wait for everything to go back to normal. I don't think life is really going to go back to what we would consider normal. So... We just have to learn to adjust our sales, accept what we cannot change, and look at the things that we can change, which obviously is our perception and, and how yeah. we look at things, and be grateful. Um, I saw a meme that said something about this isn't the year of doing, it's the year of accepting or or something like that. And, and it was like... Yeah, being grateful. Be grateful for what you have. And and that Absolutely. is a mind shift. Uh, you know, it prompts a mind shift change. It does indeed. Uh, I mean, sort of in the... America had a horrible first wave. Uh, India had a horrible second wave. And the worst was that by January, we had the vaccine. And of course, Cindy, there is vaccine hesitancy, uh, especially if you're in the high-risk group. And... Uh, you know, sort of, uh, and then suddenly the second wave uh, hit us, and uh, if there, we lost so many people. We knew. Uh, I think it, it's the same as what was happening in the United States during mm -hmm. the first wave, but it wasn't just a matter of numbers. You know, suddenly it became personal. Uh, yeah. You know, you yeah. had, you could actually put names to it, and I think the biggest lesson, uh, at least that I have taken from the last few years, is don't take anything for granted. And uh, try not to argue with your loved ones. Try not to have differences of opinion. I mean, uh, uh, you know, sort of, and like you said, you know, just be grateful. Be grateful for what you have. And, you know, gratitude itself, Cindy, raises our vibration levels. Yes. And, yes. Uh, it helps us to attract more of what we want, not what we don't want. Right. It does. And when when you're always... It's oh, when we were a kid, it was uh, I, I spy something and uh, like you'd name a color, I spy something green. So then you're yes. observant of, okay, what's in my surrounding that's green. So you, what you put your attention to is what you're focused on. And when you're focused on that, you know, okay. Now you're looking for everything green. So what, you know, that's what you're sorting out. And the same goes for your perception. If you're yes. angry and upset, or if you're happy, what is it that you're looking for? And 
that takes a bit. <laughs> Truly, I'm not, <laughs> I am not necessarily good at that, but it is an awareness that I have. And yeah, it's something I have to work on myself. So because the mind is going to try to find, uh, you know, sort of the way our brains work. Uh, uh, once you decide on something like I uh, green, then you're going to suddenly notice there's lots of green around you, you know, because the, um, mm -hmm. The mind is going to be actually focusing only on finding things that validates its uh, opinion or uh, that, you know, everything is green. You know, you'll have green cars, green mushrooms, green people. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sorry, not green people, but, you know, uh, you, you'll just see green, green and green because, I mean, the mind is only going to be looking, you know, for that. So, you know, we've got enough sorrow in the last two years. Maybe it's time, you know, we all try to just find at least one good thing happening each day. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. So then your books, you self-published all of them. And yes. is there a, a favorite element to the publishing process? Uh, you know, is it the writing, editing, publishing it? Or, well, I was going to say marketing, but with Miss Coco, you didn't have to market <laughs> Uh, well, I'm now starting to market it a bit in the sense that I'm, I'm telling friends about it. Um, you know, for me, just uh, hitting the publish button was a very big thing. Uh, and uh, and then I let it be. I told my sister it's out. I told one or two close friends I uh, mentioned on Facebook that, you know, I've done it, you know, sort of achieved that goal of mine in seven months. Everybody was happy. And then uh, by chance, you know, sort of I, I'd gone on to Amazon.com to pick up the uh, the link to share with someone else. And I suddenly saw, oh, I've got a ranking. And then I started looking careful. That's how I discovered that I had ranked for in the hot new bestsellers list. In fact, uh, it's still out, out there in, on Amazon.com, again, under pet uh, essays, is it? Or is it hot new releases? I'll have to check. But I mean, right now I'm number four over there. But in India, I hit number one uh, without any effort. So I think Miss Coco is also pushing the book, uh, uh, you know. Uh, but uh, my favorite is, actually when i hit that publish button is it so it is when i hit the publish button uh because you know sort of there's that sense of achievement that yes you know now i can have that uh, glass of chilled wine i can have an extra you know chocolate uh you know sort of it, you know, it's that sense of completion that you've done it yes oh i like that and i like that you celebrate mm -hmm. with a glass of wine and chocolate <laughs> my kind of girl <laughs> yes <laughs> Oh, uh, so then when you're because you're self-editing, is there yes. is there a tip that you want to share with others about how you do your self-editing uh, that you feel would help somebody else when they're looking at their manuscript, going, okay, now I gotta now I gotta reread this, I gotta edit this. Is there something that you would share, uh, you have to share with them? Uh, definitely. Uh, first things first, don't read the whole manuscript in one go. Uh, because after a little bit of time, you're going, your eyes are going to get tired and you're going to skip uh, things. So the minute, I mean, you know, if you've, if you've written a big book like the 21 chapters in Miss Coco, after two, three chapters, I'd actually put it down. And uh, I would suggest that, uh, you know, read it aloud to yourself because, uh, uh, you know, that also helps you to pick up how it's flowing. So be prepared, you know, to go back and 
uh, re reread it uh, two three times uh, it's all part of the game the last thing you want is you know to suddenly have to go back re-edit and upload it again i mean and then have everything you know hanging till amazon uh, does it uh, yeah. so you know take breaks uh, uh, especially uh, what they call it when you're doing the edits and uh, secondly you know if you're doing it on kindle which is the easy way to do it actually uh, the amazon has a guide uh, uh, for kindle publishing i mean follow it to the rule uh, they they have uh, they've laid it out very simply very very simply and of course when you've uploaded it uh, uh, you know sort of make sure you go through each and every page to see how it's sitting and uh, if it's not sitting properly then go back fix it and then upload it again thank and, you and follow the thank rules in that uh, uh, in the kindle uh, kindle book for publishing is i think that's the title it's a bluish uh, book looks like the kindle uh, software itself yes and uh, i would say you know use uh, the tabs buttons and you know um, uh, to check how it's uh, whether it's falling into place you know spacing and all you know just follow the the rules uh, but definitely be prepared that you may have to go back and uh, proofread two three times if you've got somebody who can help you with the proofreading let them help you out because because the eyes do get tired well and we know what's in the book or what it's supposed yes. to say <laughs> and so yes. oftentimes when we read it we read what's supposed to be there not what's actually there and wow the fireworks yes. are really going off in the background <laughs> I'm curious what's happened. <laughs> oh, it's a celebration! Yay! <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Somebody's celebrating, but it's uh, messing up my uh, in uh, my chat with you. No, no. Actually, you want to know what? If anything, it there's always something. It truly, there is always something. There's a lawnmower. Uh, I, I, probably about. 10 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago, I had a snowplow drive past, you know, and dogs <laughs> barking, you know, there's my phone rings, even if I turn it off sometimes, uh, or not turn it off, but turn the volume off, um, or I think I do still, um, sometimes a phone will come through on my computer, ring through on yes. my computer. And so that that ends up having to get cut out of the recording. So, you know, life happens, and and what a blessing that it's a celebration this time and not just somebody out mowing the lawn. <laughs> well, oh. we've got snow on the ground here, so. <laughs> well, everybody, at least whoever listens in later on, will know that this was a natural chat it wasn't you know a staged one like like on television where everyone's makeup is done up and everyone is smiling away you know we were having a serious chat <laughs> exactly exactly so out of um out of this beautiful conversation i do want to say thank you because we have we have really touched on a lot of information is there anything that you wanted to share that I have not asked you about yet? Um, well, since I've, I'm a prolific writer who never meant to be a writer and now has uh, books, has done collaborative projects and all, and uh, I know that the audience will be listening to you, will be looking for guidance on writing and you know becoming published themselves, I would say choose a topic 
that's in your heart. Like those educational books also, you know, they were based on things I was seeing and wanted, you know, to put, put down my thoughts on it. Uh, you know, sort of you can always figure out, uh, you know, all these great courses that they have out there. With all due respect, those are commercial courses on how to write a book and all. But, uh, you know, uh, that part, the technical part, you can always learn. But when you start writing, write about something that touches your heart, because when you do that, then Cindy, it touches other hearts too, like-minded hearts. It does. It does. And you can feel when it comes from somebody's heart and when it comes from the whole mindset of I've got to get the SEOs right. I've got to, yes. I've got to make money from this or it's got to be when it's forced, you can feel it. Or yes. when somebody is uh, doing the sales pitch, an empty yes. sales pitch. Um, there is, I, yeah, you can feel that, you know, you know that the person who is sharing the content wants to help and wants to share their story. Yes. So, yes. And before we get going too much further, what is your website so that people can learn more about you, your business, um, and read your blog posts? <laughs> uh, okay. My website, uh, I mean, you'll have to uh, also, uh, I know you'll be leaving it uh, with the introduction. Mm -hmm. uh, it's www.karmic, K-A-R-M-I-C, L-I-A-L-L-Y, coaching, C-O-A. Uh, uh, so that's the name of my business and on the home page you'll see my nice smiling face and uh, telling everybody you know we should uh, help you with your careers and you're like sort of let's get you to the top and uh, of course on the very top is the navigation bar and then you'll see the blog uh, button there uh, yeah. otherwise just you know karmikalai coaching backslash dot uh, com uh, backslash blog and if you go on Amazon and you type in Vatsla Shukla, then you will, uh, you, sh you should hopefully see me, but there's another Vatsla Shukla there too who writes on political subjects. She's a professor. Uh, but no, it's me because the first book that you'll see on the author profile page is Miss Coco right now. Yes. And I will have uh, Amazon links. Uh, to your books on the show notes page and also your website. Um, yeah, yeah, I do that for for all the guests. That way, I I want to make it easy for the listeners to connect one with the guest speaker because that's so important. I've had many people say, "Oh my gosh, you know, so and so his his information or her information, you know, I want to learn more." Or yeah you know, or they tell me I went, I bought their book. That warms my heart because that's the whole intent of this is writers supporting writers and, and helping to bring awareness to not only the books that we've written, but our backstory and how yeah. did we make it through the writing process? Because it's not necessarily, I mean, sometimes it's really easy and sometimes it's like, oh, I got to do this. <laughs> yes. But write from the heart. I mean, that's the only thing I can say. You know, when you start writing, whether it's an educational book or like the Miss Coco book, 
I mean, you write from the heart and, uh, you know, sort of be ready that you you will go through uh, tons and tons of revisions because you know, when you start writing, uh, the new ideas also come in and, uh, you know, sort of but just start writing, you know, put your pen to paper and do it. <laughs> yes, and do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and that is the motivation we all need, you know, is just yeah. do it. <laughs> Oh, and I, you know, and of course, like my throat is, is like choking up on that one. Cause I've been, I've been thinking I need to work on, on a book and I've been resisting thinking yes. oh, I'm not ready to, 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 you know, crack open that book. And I've been writing the memoir and it's like, I'm at a point where I need to rest the memoir and, mm-hmm. and, I need to, one, I got to find my journals out of storage uh, for some of the travel stuff because I want to share in the memoir more than what was on the blog. And, Uh and, and if anybody wants to read my travels on the blog, it's ckkochis.com and and you'll find my, my blog post there. I want to have deeper elements of my travels in the memoir. So I've got to find those, but it's time for me to put that book aside and work on this other book. And I've been resisting because the first draft I know is like a hodgepodge of information. (laughs) I've just been like, Oh, do I really got to do it? Actually, what I need to do is just print out what I have and take a red pen and go to town and read it and be ready to do two three edits uh, and add more because i mean sort of after i had gotten my uh, so-called draft ready uh, and i was just going to do a final edit out of the blue uh, i remembered uh, you know sort of i've got an incident in the miss coco book about how a cat came up to us and was crying and how coco looked up at me as if to ask uh, can we help you know, I was trying to uh, uh, tell about her compassionate nature, even towards the cats and all. And then I suddenly remembered that, that oh, God, I left out the story of another cat who was her admirer when she was a puppy. I mean, <laughs> one of my friends had a cat who, used to, who, who thought he was a dog and used to follow her. So, uh, so suddenly I had to you know, go back and change everything. That, oh, God, I must write about this cat called Murugan, who was my Miss Coco's admirer when she was a puppy. And he used to actually walk behind us res- at a respectful distance i mean he fell in love with coco when she was a puppy and oh. if you go inside the preview of the book on amazon you'll see why because there is a puppy there are three puppy photos of her i mean you can't blame the male cat for falling in love with puppy so. <laughs> <laughs> you know i just i remember all of the posts that you had over the years of miss coco out for walks mm-hmm. you know with your mom uh sitting on your lap you know it's yeah she's just such a she is the princess pup <laughs> and, <Absolutely. so> adorable. <laughs> and she who must be obeyed so and, i think the night before uh that sunday night when i said i'll look at it tomorrow with fresh eyes uh, i think her soul came through very strong i mean the room was very you know, I could feel this breeze near my uh, face as if saying, just do it, just do it. So I got her. So I did the quick cover, you know, the got the pixels right. I wrote a book description, made sure I had an HTML form. And then, then after that, you know, sort of I started to feel that, like, okay, now I can let it rest tomorrow morning. I'll get up and I'll do it. 
So even in the spirit world, uh, Madam was saying, I am still she who must be obeyed, published. <laughs> and 72 minutes later, the book was out there. I, and that's amazing because, like you said, when you publish to, to Amazon, it does take time. It, and yeah. yeah, and for it to be less, you know, it's an hour and 12 minutes. That's crazy. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, yes. I don't think I've and ever then, seen Amazon do anything that fast. No, no, no. And then I'll I'll give another little story. Uh, uh, you know, before the review, uh, before I got my two proper reviews, I had some people who had read uh, read the read it. Uh, you know, on uh, Kindle Unlimited, they have the mm-hmm. uh, where I think they've got the membership, so they can read it for free. Uh, so they had read it and then they gave me two editorial reviews. Now it takes three to five business days for an editorial review to come through. Cindy, right. within half an hour, each of those editorial reviews. Wow. Yeah. I'm telling you, God exists. Yeah. Miss, Miss Coco is out there in the spirit room saying, read about me, read about me. No, 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 I believe my mama. <laughs> and talk about divinely guided, because you're right, it does take time for the the testimonials and the recommendations and the ratings and all of that to come through because they have to go through their verification process and it yes. and again it's nothing against amazon it is their policy to take the time because yes. one they have to verify who you are what you're writing um they have to verify you know the they've got a huge long Thing that they do to make sure that the formatting is okay, you know, that there's no nothing that sets off their red flags. And right. yeah, and just for it to go, and of course, then with the the um with the testimonials and the ratings, it takes long because one, they have to verify that the person bought it through Amazon and and that it's a legitimate person and not you know, the author doing, um, you know, fake, (laughs) fake comments or whatever, you know, so yeah, that is, that is pretty cool. And, you know, if anything, it, I'm, for Amazon to do it, it's a great thing, because they are verifying that these are legitimate, and it's uh, accurate information. So, so again, it it gives me the confidence to publish there. It gives me also the confidence that, you know, these guys are, you know, uh, they're on the ball. Uh, because a few years back, they actually removed lots and lots of uh, reviews because they were all fake reviews. Yeah. So, you know, instead of having you know, 100 reviews, I'd rather have, you know, two or three genuine reviews from people who've, you know, actually read it. Because at least, you know, it shows that, okay, this is an, these are authentic reviews. I mean, uh, I don't know, uh, 100 reviews is great if you've got a marketing team. But I mean, I, I'd be grateful if someone read the book and left a loving comment for my Miss Coco. Yes, yes. That's as much marketing as I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think Miss Coco is marketing hardcore for you in the backside. <laughs> yeah, I think side so of the world. Oh, that's yeah. so great. I love that she is, she is still with you and making it very well known to you that she is with you and and guiding you and what a blessing 
Oh, well, thank you so much for joining me here. I I am so grateful for this conversation. It has been way too long since you and I have spoke. We'll have to get in touch again soon. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Cindy, for giving me this opportunity. I mean, uh, and for indulging me as I spoke about uh, uh, Princess Pup. Oh, I love that you talked about the princess pup. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Before we end our time together, I'd like to say thank you for listening to my conversation with Vatsala. To receive future episodes in your inbox, subscribe to the newsletter and follow us on your favorite podcast application. You are invited to share your favorite episodes with individuals who will resonate with the content. Take care and until next time, keep your pen to paper and write. Your words have power. Your story matters. Bye for now.